great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you on this Friday. Talk Radio 77 WABC. They enjoyed barbecuing. They enjoyed barbecuing. That's what the school profile says of one of the two slain teachers in Texas, Irma Garcia, that she loved barbecuing with her husband. And this is the time of year for barbecuing. Irma Garcia has been previously honored as a teacher of the year. Irma Garcia, Mrs. Garcia, that's what I like to, that's the way I like to refer to teachers. She died trying to protect the children from the shooter. Mrs. Garcia is a hero. And two days after the Texas school shooting, Mrs. Garcia's husband has died, and he died of a broken heart. The grief-stricken husband of Mrs. Garcia, fourth-grade teacher, died of a heart attack, of a heart attack, two days after the mass shooting. Joe Garcia died in the aftermath of the uh, Robb Elementary School shooting that killed 19 children and two teachers, including his wife of 24 years. Her nephew says on Twitter, extremely, the word extremely capitalized, heartbreaking and come, comes with deep sorrow to say, that my Tina Irma's husband, Joe Garcia, has died away, has passed away, excuse me, due to grief, the nephew says. He goes on to say, I am truly at a loss for words for how we are all feeling. And then he capitalizes, please pray for our family. God have mercy on us. This isn't easy. The pain doesn't stop, he adds minutes later. And family members confirmed the cause of death was a heart attack. But the bottom line is, Joe died of a broken heart. We are going to your telephone calls in uh, just a, just a, a little bit. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And think about this child, the 11-year-old student at the school who saw her friend 
get fatally shot in front of her inside the fourth grade class. And she went into what her aunt calls, quote, survivor mode and smeared the other girl's blood on her body to convince the gunman that she, too, was uh, was dead. And before playing dead, the quick-thinking girl also managed to grab her dead teacher's phone and call 911 for help. So the big angle on this story this morning is to somehow blame the police. It's normal now. Uh, With the headlines basically essentially saying you all need to go in there. Desperate parents plead with police to storm Texas school. I'm not going to blame the police. It was a very tough situation. But here is what's wrong. Later today. On this day, the NRA, talk about bad timing, will kick off its conference in Texas. That is dead wrong. 300 miles away from the location in Houston, the annual meeting was canceled in 2020 and 2021 due to the pandemic. And the NRA says in a statement, And I'm quoting here, as we gather in Houston, we will reflect on these events, pray for the victims, recognize our patriotic members, and pledge to redouble our commitment to making our schools secure. As you might imagine, several protests outside the convention center are planned. Um, President Trump will be speaking, as well as the governor, Greg Abbott of Texas, and the senators from Texas, Dan Crenshaw and Ted Cruz. So the message we are hearing across the country is do something, do something, get something done so we don't have to go through this type of situation again. And I want to bring it full circle here to New York, and I want you to hear what Governor Hochul had to say at an event. Just this morning, as we're all reeling with the pain, I'm asking myself as governor, am I supposed to just leave all the, the flags at half mask? They're still at half mask from Buffalo. Governor Hochul, who appeared to be fighting back Tears. Let's go to your telephone calls. Let's start this morning with Art in New Jersey. Good morning, Art. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Good I, morning. I really enjoy your show. Thank particularly you. Particularly your wisdom and the empathy that you show as a, when you're discussing the problems in Texas. Well, thank uh, you. Yeah. I noticed that right the day after, instead of giving you three good mornings, you only gave one. I could hear the difference in your voice. It was hard. It was hard. I I didn't even know if that was the appropriate way to start, to be honest with you, Art. No, that was great. I'm the uh, person that had called a while back, about a month, about that fallen tree in your backyard, if you happen to remember that. Well, we received a lot of calls about the uh, fallen tree, but thank you, Art. Yeah, yeah. A uh, question for you, first off. Uh, you say that you go, you've go, you gone to New York City for allergy care. Isn't there a good allergist somewhere up around Rockland County? 
to say um, that I, I, I don't know, but all right, I, I, I have to tell you straight up um, that it wouldn't be appropriate for me to uh, say that over the radio anyway. Sure. I won't even yeah. say uh, the doctor that treats me for my allergies. But no. and, and it's not fair to the to what's happened in Texas for me sure. to focus on anything else no. other than what happened in no. Texas. Do you All have right. a comment I, on that situation? Yes, I do. I was looking at it from the punishment end and whether they can make a, a shooting of a big group of people a federal crime uh, particularly and uh, uh, get involved with having capital punishment uh, for multi-killings. Multi, uh, you mean for other cases because this apparent gunman is no longer with us. Right, right, for for future ones. Right, yeah. right, for future ones. Well, you know what? You, you know what, Art? I thank you for the call. I, I agree with you, and we've got to do something. And so the conversation that we had yesterday was, I said, listen, we've got to, there's got to be areas where there can be compromise to try and make it uh, more difficult for these types of mass shootings to occur. If it means tightening the red flag laws, um, I don't know what the situation is in Texas, but clearly it didn't work. The red flag law here in New York didn't work, but maybe we need to do that. There's got to be some areas of compromise between Democrats and Republicans that can get something accomplished, okay? I, I believe what's fair is universal background checks, but that may even appear to to be too controversial. I believe that there's no way in the world, as I said on last night's program, an 18-year-old should have a semi-automatic or an automatic type uh, weapon at age 18. I'm sorry. It, it And it, it really does not come down to a, a Second Amendment right. It comes down to common sense. And we, we have got to all pitch in. So this young man in Texas posted a photo of himself wearing black eyeliner, uh, which, which brought um, a lot of comments using uh, a derogatory term for a uh, gay person. And he just started being very different, getting worse and worse. And he dropped out of school. He started wearing all black, wearing large military boots. He grew his hair out long. Those are not warning signs, folks. Come on. He missed long periods of school, at least in the state of New York, um, if unless the law has changed. It's supposed to automatically kick in if you're out for X amount of days where school officials are going to contact the home. Why didn't that happen? And so he was upset, apparently, that that he was not going to graduate. And I believe the graduation was set for today uh, from the uh, high school. Let's go right now to Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Good morning, Jacqueline. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. The same thing that's on everyone else's mind. And I'm glad I was able to get through to you this morning because the other morning it was absolutely impossible. And I wanted to play devil's advocate with you um, regarding your perspective and your point of view on an 18-year-old having this type of weapon. Okay. But before that, I'd like to say there are some very simple things that can be done to safeguard the schools. You know as well as I do. 
in the city of New York, the schools, the windows have gates on them. There's no way to access the school building unless you go through the main entrance. There's a security guard at the main entrance. They should take these things a step further than that throughout every single school in the country. Those front doors, and if there's another door, they should be locked at all times. Um, they should have surveillance video, and anyone that has to enter the school, it doesn't matter if it's a parent, a faculty member, uh, someone else for professional reasons for being at the school, they should have to have an appointment scheduled, they should have to show photo ID at the door, and they should be verified and confirmed before they would be allowed to enter a building. If those protocols were put in place, that would make the schools so much safer than they are right now. Thank God we have those protocols in place, many of them in New York City, so that those occurrences don't happen. Well, I, 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 I'm willing to try anything, Jacqueline, that may work. But the first thing that comes to mind is that you know how school kids are. One will come out of the door, assuming it's a locked side door, and someone looking to come in and start trouble, they sneak in through a side door. Uh, but you know what? You know what? I, I don't want to be a naysayer. Uh, anything that will help, I think that we should try. It's now, a very simple solution, and it's, and it's very low cost. If there are surveillance cameras and those surveillance cameras are monitored by a security guard and that's their sole responsibility, there should be no way that anyone should be able to access that building. Students, no matter who's in the building, no one should be able to open up a door without that security guard monitoring those cameras throughout the course of the day when any individual is in that building. It's it, it, it's it's a very simple, cost-effective way to eliminate any type of uh, well, person it, that it, shouldn't be there it, from it, getting in there. It's not cost-effective. It may be effective, but a it's not. security cameras not cost-effective? Well, a security uh, guard, most of the schools already have security okay, guards but, anyway. But then that means, Jacqueline, you got to have an officer at the front, and then you have to have an officer somewhere else monitoring the uh, video feeds that are coming in. They don't and, have to be formal police officers. They no, no, I know. I didn't say. I didn't say police officer. No, but well, I'm saying to keep it cost effective. If it's a if it's a well trained, qualified security guard, some are and some aren't. I mean, you're talking about the safety and security of, as everyone has said, our most precious entity on the planet, our yes. children, our future. And don't forget about all the professionals that work in that building as well. Right. Well, you, you said you said at the beginning, uh, and then I do need to move on. You said you wanted to play devil's advocate yeah. with yeah. Uh, something. And Go ahead. I, some, some people have probably already said this. Um, a weapon can be anything. A pen, a common pen, can be a weapon. Jacqueline, and I'm you're not, not, you're not going to win this one with me. Should have access to an assault weapon. Okay. I'm not saying that at you're not, all. But you're I, not going to win this one with me. You're not going to win this one with me. But go ahead. Go ahead. But with the politicians that we have in place in this country that have been in place for many decades, give them an inch, they take a mile. Once you start taking our liberties away to bear arms, it will start with one thing and they'll move along every step of the way as they have been doing with every one of our other liberties. Okay, so That's now so let me flip show. it so let me flip it on you now, Jacqueline. And then I really do need to move on. So what if what if for argument's sake the Democrats are right on gun control. 
I, I don't think we'll ever try this, but what if we tried uh, a universal uh, background check that will sunset maybe a year later, two years later? And and maybe what what if we just tried some things that actually worked? I mean, is that possible or it just can't be possible? Well, what would that be? What would that one thing be that would work? Well, I I think that eighteen year old should not. I, Jacqueline, I cannot for the life of me understand how anyone can honestly say that an eighteen year old should have a right to buy a weapon like this. They shouldn't, and I agreed with you on that on that okay. point. But again, it's it's a matter of taking our freedoms away slowly, a little bit at a time. And they have already proven that is the path that they are on with regard to every one of our freedoms. Okay, I, that I, is a danger. I, I hear you, Jacqueline. I do have to move on in the interest of time. Thank you so much for the call. And and you said, Jacqueline, that slowly, you know, they, they'll take away our liberties, our rights. Well. What about the rights of these 21 dead people? All of their rights are gone, gone, gone. We just can't continue to point counterpoint. We, it, you know, and I, I didn't even bring up the aspect of money and politics, because if we're going to be honest about all of this, that's what's blocking all of this opposition. I mean, meaning all of the opposition in politics, it's always follow the money. Follow the money. Let's go to Audrey in Brooklyn before we go to David in Los Angeles. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Good morning. Um, thank you for taking my call. Excuse me, but my heart is, I haven't been this heavy since 1990. My brother passed, but I'm listening to some calls. No one's pointing out the issue of the, the, the fact that the bills that help, help the um, 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 doors, the rifles. Excuse me, I'm so really pooped. I'm so hurt. I don't know these children, but it hurts. They're not saying how these doors Texas to allow this to get the gun. They're not brought out the fact that no one has passed you know, something in the Republican Senate to help hey, out. Hey, That's not taking our rights. Hey, wait, 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 Audrey, Audrey, it's almost impossible to hear anything that you're saying. I don't know if it's a bad cell signal. I, I don't know what it is. All, but I did hear that you're upset because of, I think you said, the death of your child in 1990. Are, are you still with me? Is that what you said? Can you hear me? No, no, I can't. It's very hard to hear you. Audrey, yeah, let, let's, let, let, let's, let's do this, Audrey. Um, uh, uh, lots of folks are calling, but... I want you to please call back, and if we can get a better line from you, I will take your call right away. I, but right now, I can't understand almost anything that you're saying. Thank you for the call, Audrey. Before I take a break, David in Los Angeles. Good morning, David. Good morning. I'm going to talk about the NRA meeting in Houston. But first, shame on Barack Obama for posting on Instagram, as we greet the children of Texas today, we should take time to recognize two years have passed since George Floyd. And then a link in his bio to take action. You know, it's almost like, oh, no, this the kids that got shot and killed is going to get in the way of a big fundraising thing for the two-year anniversary. You know, but click on the link in my bio anyway. Oh, my gosh despicable and nobody on instagram had anything but negative things to say in the comment section now regarding the nra meeting in houston i'm a huge trump fan a huge ted cruz fan 
support the Republicans. And there's no reason why the meeting should not should be. There's no reason it shouldn't go on. It's not like guns have to go away and everybody David, just stop guns. David, but, but David, the op- David, the op- David, let, David, let me finish, let me wait, 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 David, David, David. I know you to be a very good person, okay, from your telephone calls. Are, are you telling me with a serious, straight face that in your heart of hearts that you believe less than, what, three days after these kids were massacred and two of their teachers, the NRA should come to town in Houston with their conference? You Are you, you telling me you really believe that, David? You didn't let me finish. Because, David, because, much- because David, the reason why I didn't let you finish is we're jam-packed with calls, and I'm late on a commercial break. And, I, and I, David, David, I interrupted you because I can't let somebody go on for three minutes. I've got to take a commercial break. It would have been done if you let me finish. I say it's terrible for them to do it. It looks bad, and they shouldn't do it, even though it's right to do it. The opposite it's not terrible. Right. It's, it's David, just- David, it's not right. David, this is what I want you to do. Please hold David on, please, and let's get through this commercial break. And I'm going to go back to his call after this commercial break because I love all of you listeners, but this is ridiculous. The NRA should go ahead with its convention. They have a right to do so with dead children in the morgue right next to the school. Dominic Carter, Talk Radio 77 WABC. I'll be right back. Talk Radio 77. Radio 77. WABC. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. I asked uh, David in Los Angeles to please hold on through the commercial break. Let me just say this, folks, and the point of contention that David and I are having right now is that David, uh, I believe, and I'm going to let him say it in his own words, but I do want to I do, do want to say this, folks. We have an enormous amount of phone calls coming in. I cannot permit someone, anyone, to go on for three, four minutes. You've got to be able to make your point, and I have to move on. I cannot engage you for three or four minutes. And so everybody likes to call up, set up their story, tell their story, and then end their story. I just don't have time for that tonight because uh, it's just not possible with the amount of calls. So, David, are you are you still with me? Yes, and first of all, I'm your most efficient caller, and nobody said I needed three or four minutes. You interrupted me right when I was getting to the David, point. David, 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 the last time I checked, this is called the Dominic Carter Show. It's not the but David Show. So, 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 David, so, David. You're accusing me of going on and on when that's not me. Okay, well, you're going on and on right now instead of making your point. So the point is that although there's no reason for it to be canceled because of a mentally ill person that did what he did, the optics are terrible, and I don't like Trump and Cruz appearing because they're going to look terrible, and I think it's going to hurt in the election time. They shouldn't do it. But we don't lose – I've never been a gun owner, and I've never held a gun. 
But we can't turn the world upside down because of a mentally ill kid that's 18 years old that did what he did. You can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. However, I did want to say I wish Trump and Cruz didn't appear because it's going to have big backlash and hurt the party overall. That's what I want to say. Okay. Well, David, I thank you for the call and have a great morning. And what I don't like, folks, is this. If your relative was one of these uh, children that were killed or one of these teachers, I guarantee you you would march to to a different beat in how you feel that we should handle uh, this type of situation. Let's go to Jim and Elmira, New York. Good morning, Jim. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Oh, good morning, Dominic. I just want to say that uh, I work in a small school in western New York State. Uh, We have security cameras at every entrance and uh, at locations throughout the school. We have two armed uh, officers on duty. No one is allowed after the students arrive unless they are buzzed in. And during your down periods, of which mine is the first period, we have at least one male and one female, and we... Uh, tour the entire perimeter of the school, checking doors that have access to the outside to make sure they are locked. We also check the bathrooms, uh, me, the male, and the female, by the woman teacher. If anybody's loitering in the bathrooms, we tell them to get to the room they're supposed to be at. That's it. So, so Jim, uh, that sounds like a thorough uh, security effort. So you believe that it's possible to secure our schools nationwide? Oh, I, we feel very secure in our school. Mm. They, yeah, it's, it's easily done. I mean, just, I just explained how we do it. Right. Every period, every period, every door is checked, and we have security, and we have two cops on duty. Um, hey, but, but, you know, know, but, so. but, but you know what, Jim, before I move on to the next call— so let's say let's say we secure the the schools, right? Let's just say for argument's sake. As we saw not too far from you in Buffalo, so then the mental mentally ill may move to the supermarket again. And and I believe the young man uh from Binghamton may have traveled along the Elmira path to get to Buffalo. Yeah, and, yeah, he either went up eighty six or went to Thruway, one or the other. Right, right, right. And so, and so, what, 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 what I'm thinking about, and what I've been thinking about all day, is okay. You secure the school, the schools, and then, and then they turn to the supermarket. And if you secure the supermarket, then they turn to something else. I thank you for the call, Jim. That's why I say that, and it's not encouraging on someone's rights to say if you're 18 years old, you have to wait three more years until you're 21 to be able to uh, purchase a semi-automatic weapon where you don't have to reload for a while and can kill numerous people. Let's go to uh, Frank in Jefferson, New Jersey. Good morning, Frank. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Always a privilege. Well, thank you. Um, thank you. Go right ahead. I I agree with you. 21 and universal background checks are the way to go. Um, I, but a lot of people are getting confused with their rights, and they don't want their rights to be taken away from. But ladies and gentlemen, at what age do our rights begin? 
Does a seven-year-old have the right to bear arms? Does a 10-year-old have the right to protest its school and how much homework it gets? Do we have, are we going to take the chance of giving an 18-year-old the right to own a gun just because their parent says they are well-adjusted? Are we going to take that chance? And 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 that's that's my point, Frank. And I and well said by you. Listen, I I'm I'm not interested in taking anyone's rights away. That same 18 year old can get the weapon, but let, let's just wait him or her wait three more years to to mature a little more. Let's go to uh, Eileen in Piermont, New York. Good morning, Eileen. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Just real quick, with these mass shootings, bring back the um, execution and not humane drug cocktails. I'm talking electric chair, public hanging, guillotine, the whole thing, and show it on live TV. And that way I can sit there and eat a bucket of popcorn and drink a Bard's root beer. So mass shootings and cop killings, if you have complete, concrete evidence. So, Eileen, I'm I'm not the political correct thing to do would be to not agree with what you just said. But but let me be clear. I agree with what you just said. Three thousand percent. And it is what it is. I'm going to get emails. Oh, how can you say that? For the same reason that you just stated, Eileen. Well, I if mean, they don't like it, tell them to stick it up there. You know oh, what? Oh, oh, they oh, oh, don't oh, kiss my ass. Oh, 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 oh. Eileen. my friends. Asses in the Bible. Oh, okay, like I, I have to step in there, Eileen. Thank you so much uh, for the call. Dominic Carter here with you. I'm trying my best to get to as many calls as humanly possible here. Jeffrey in Connecticut, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. You are the golden voice of of New York City. I got to tell you, you're the greatest. Uh, well, thank you. That's very fantastic. kind of you to say. Thank but, you. Listen, I'm, I'm going to try and roll this uh, roll this out very quickly. Okay. Everyone needs to take a step back, take a breath, and let's look at what really happened here. A psychopath on a mission broke into a school which should have been more secure than it was. The law enforcement was not prepared for it. The people that passed his paperwork for his background check for his weapons obviously missed something. The law enforcement in the town knew that he was a problem. People in his family knew that he was a problem. All of these things come together to the point where this guy never should have been able to buy a gun. He never should have been able to access his school property. After Sandy Hook, everyone knew what needed to be done. Single point access for every school, secure the perimeter. None of this was done. The, 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 um, the, uh, the, uh, what's the name of the, uh, the, for the education board, for the National Education Board, whatever it's called. Right. They should have made this mandatory after Sandy Hook to secure every single school in the United States. 
well, and they did not do so. Well, Jeffrey, so this you, is not about gun control. You, you this may... is about the failure, the failure of the people that are in charge to put in place the things that should have been done after Sandy Hook, the things that would have saved these kids' lives. And it's not about gun control. It's about the school systems taking control of the kids that we put into their care eight hours a day, every day. Jeffrey, I I have to step in there uh, time-wise. A lot of what, all of what you just said uh, is accurate. And it's so sad that some of these things that you pointed out to, Jeffrey, that they that they were not done in terms of securing the school in advance, in advance of these uh, types of incidents and realizing that this young man was in serious trouble and needed immediate psychiatric help. Let's go to Joy in Manhattan. Good morning, Joy. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, good morning. Um, I just would I um, agree with Jeff, and I want to add that uh, I want to point out that 18-year-olds go to the military, and they're given weapons, and they but that's uh, under the su- but but Joy, that's under the supervision of the military. Yes, but it's not an age thing. It has nothing to do with so with, so with so Joy. We rely on eighteen-year-olds okay. to protect us. You're, you're right about aberration. that. So this so was, Joy, wait 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 aberration. So was Buffalo an aberration? Happened to be the same thing. Eighteen-year-old was that an aberration as well? It's a failure of it's people have become complacent and do not take seriously the problem of the mentally ill. Bingo. We're letting people out of institutions. What's wrong with institutions? They served us well for a long time. Anything can be misused. The idea we should bring back institutions and make sure that they are run well and take care. It is a crime to let mentally ill people out on the street. I I I agree with that part, Joy. Uh, well stated, and I thank you uh, very much for your call. Dominic Carter here with you folks. Time for a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, Mayor of New York of New York City, Eric Adams, is again delivering a pro police message, defending his officers, and it is the right thing to do. We're going to deal with that in just a second, and we will continue with your telephone calls on Texas. Dominic Carter, Talk Radio 77, WABC. Talk Radio 77, WABC. Talk Radio 77, WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. And, folks, two issues here. One, what's behind, in my opinion, a lot of the problems we face politically happens to be money. And so in one report, a Swiss billionaire is behind Democratic dark money donations, despite not even being a U.S. citizen. So a Swiss billionaire has donated tens of millions of dollars to Democratic politicians and progressive uh, causes and dark money contributions and is likely funneling millions more to influence the midterm elections in November. And so 
money often is the root of of um, the gridlock. Let's put it that way that we face in our political process. But I want to focus on. I want you to hear this. Uh, Mayor Eric Adams uh, making a plea. He did this uh, this week for pro police messaging. And I say bravo on this one, Mr. Mayor. I need you. I need you to raise your voice. There are days that the commissioner and I feel as though we're the only one that is actually backing our police department. We feel as though we are alone. Everyone silently tells us support the police. We cannot do this with a whisper. This community knows how important law enforcement is. It is time for us to go on a major public relation campaign and telling the entire city and country we support our police. We want our police. We want our police to do their job. Every billboard should talk about that. Every newspaper should have ads inside them. Radio shows, you should talk about supporting the police. Your Twitter handles, you should support, talk about supporting the police. We are too silent on those who are watering the tree of public safety with their blood every day for us. It is time for us that we sit in the shade of the freedom that they're giving us. It's time for us to raise our voice and say we need our police in our city and we stand with our police in our city. Bravo on this one, New York City Mayor Eric Adams. We need our police. We want our police. Take that defund the police garbage somewhere else. Take that non-support of our police somewhere else. We know what time it is. We know who's out there on the front lines uh, helping to save our communities. And things are so bad because we have turned away from our police because we all want to be woke but right now we're talking about the uh, Texas uh, situation. And, again, I'm moving through as many calls as I can. Linda in Long Island, on Long Island. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Tom. This will take one minute. We spoke about this last night, and I never thought I was at, would ever see this tonight. I was flipping around, and, you know, this phony Bill Ritter news, they always they lie about everything. Tonight was so deceptive. They did a whole thing about Texas. They did a whole thing about Sandy Hook, you know, claiming that he bought the gun. Now, everybody knows he didn't buy the gun. His mother bought the gun was legal. I hear you, Linda. But Linda, but wait, 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 Linda, Linda, but you keep making this point every single night. I got you, Linda. You feel the mother bought the gun. I got you. But you, you keep stating this every night. And I really don't understand what the point is. But because they lie and nobody knows that people watch this stuff. Right. Well, that's and they think true. It's true. That's true. I mean, the lies. They didn't buy a gun. They're using that. I, I mean, we're saying, we're all saying about, of course, this kid, this nutcase never should have had a gun. Of course not. Right. But the other one, they sh- they show instead, and they lie about it. Sandy Hook was big, so they're using that. Big kid never bought a gun, but some people don't know that. Right. No. You, well, Linda, you are correct about that. Let me just say this, folks, and um, it's not – thank you for the call, Linda. I would never turn to the local news for my information because they are hiring babies to come report the news 
that couldn't report their way out of a box. And they're throwing them on live television, telling them they got a minute, 20 minutes, 25 to tell the story. And these are kids that want to be stars uh, that really should not be reporting. You know, I'll watch the networks, but uh, the locals, I, I just I just can't do it because I know for a fact uh, that they don't know what they're talking about. They, they're really clueless from other parts of the country, and they're thrown into these major stories and have no idea what they are doing. Audrey has called back. Audrey, I hope we can hear you a little better this time. Um, thank you. Can you hear me now? Yes. Go right ahead. Um, what I'd said is um, about a heavy heart. I, said, I was saying my heart hadn't been this heavy since 1990 when I lost my brother, not a child. Okay. The fact of no one's actually talking about the laws, the gun laws that Abbott set, and the fact that they're going to have the NRA there in Texas, what an insult to every American that truly believes this is wrong. It don't feel right. It doesn't feel right. I don't like, um, and as far as entertainment news, I call it news entertainment, okay? Some places I listen to it. Sometimes I believe what you say sometimes. But anyway, um, certain news outlets have to tell you what they they have to tell you for, for ratings, I believe. I have a few people in, in media, but the stories at the beginning just didn't fit right. And to hear... These children, did you hear the interview with this um, this young, he was nine years old, he was in the classroom. Did you hear his interview, the young kid, child that survived? I, I haven't, I haven't, Audrey. Please, well, I'll make it quick because I know um, you have others, but see if you can get that. And for him to witness and tell you what happened, uh, uh, he was there, he was in the class. And for the police, mm-hmm. something's not right. Something stinks here for an hour. These these parents and the police weren't going in to help. It don't fit right. Something stinks. And okay. thank you for taking my call. I'm just so devastated that I haven't cried this much since my last birthday. Well, and how was your weekend? Well, I <laughs> my weekend. Thank <laughs> you, thank you, thank you for the call, Audrey. Um, I I'm sorry about what happened to your brother. And you know, it it's easy for me to say try not to be sad, but Try and remember, remember the positive and um oh, I do. and and that your brother is uh in a better place now. I thank you uh for the call. Let's go to Tom on the Jersey Shore. Good morning, Tom. And I should say also folks coming up at one AM, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Frank will join me in about five minutes. Tom on the Jersey Shore, good morning. Good morning, Dominic. Uh, a couple of things. Uh, first of all, to you and uh, your listening audience, uh, please remember the true purpose of uh, Memorial Memorial Day and Memorial Day weekend. My father was a uh, combat infantry, World War II, Patton's Army, 3rd Army, 95th Infantry Division. Um, never opened up to me about the war uh, until he was about 60. And uh, the uh, he was a, uh, a a cop in Newark uh, for a long time. So I, I want to go to uh, the Uvalde situation. Go, go ahead. I'm a very I'm a really pro law enforcement group of uh, uh, person. Uh, support them with my wallet, with my uh, enthusiasm, and uh, the people that were standing outside of that school, from command to patrol. There should be a a state attorney general or whoever uh, to fire them immediately for standing around while the kids are getting popped in 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 that classroom. 
there's a reason that you have a, a job with a badge and a gun and authority. And that is to sometimes not to ride around and give tickets, but to get in where the situation is dangerous. Hey, and I Tom, saw my own dad do it. Tom, I, I hear you. But but how do we know? I, I don't want to second guess the police at this stage. How do we know they were not given orders to stand down? And if you go against those orders, it's the end. Uh, what I'm trying to say is maybe the order will stand down until they could completely mobilize. I don't that's know. Why I say that's why I say from command to patrol, they all ought to be taken off the job. You're wrong about that, Dominic, because the the first thing of law enforcement is to protect. To protect and serve. No, I hear, I hear you, Tom, kids, but, but they cannot go against the command. No, Tom, no, they cannot go show, against command show, structure. You can shut me down whenever you want. No, to. no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Tom, 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 school, Tom. And you're standing around with uh, patrol cars waiting for somebody to come in. You don't deserve to wear that badge. Now, now, you now, Tom. Now, now, Tom, if you're talking about what you deserve to do, then that's something different. But, but you know, all I'm saying, Tom, is that we don't have all the answers right now. We don't know what was being stated over the radio by the command officer. We just don't know. Maybe they did completely drop the ball. Maybe. But I'm just, thank you for the call, Tom, and thank you for your father's service. I'm just not willing to, at this stage right now, uh, condemn or come down on the police. Should something else have happened? Obviously, yes. But let's not forget it was a mentally ill person uh, that went into the went into the school to begin with. Let's go to our friend Stan. Stan, I don't have much time, but go right ahead. Well, uh, I wanted to know what the who you made a statement that some gentleman from Switzerland or someone is pay, or wherever it is is putting millions of. You make a statement. Who is he? You you don't make a statement unless you know who who is he. I will. The reason why I didn't say the uh, the gentleman's name is because I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, but I I promise you by Monday I I will. Uh, well, his... I, you know I, I find the statement to be so. Who cares if he's given? I, I, personally, I'm happy. But uh, w- w- why make the statement at all? Does that bother you? That it, it doesn't. It, it doesn't bother you, Stan. That dark money is impacting well, our politics. We don't know what type of money. I don't know. You 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 say something. You don't tell who it is. Okay. And you say it's dark money. Where okay. did you get the report? I don't oh. know what money is. Okay. All right. Was there another point you want, Stan? Yeah, I, I want to make I just, it up. Okay. So please, so please, I just don't have the time this morning, Stan. Go ahead. I'll hang up. I'll call another time. Okay. You know, all right. Get, okay. okay. All yeah. right. Thank you, Stan, for the call. Let's go to Lisa in Manhattan. Good morning, Lisa. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. Uh, the optics look terrible for the Democrats. They came out right away, Chuck Schumer and President Biden, blaming Republicans a minute after these poor children were killed and murdered. So the optics look terrible for the Democrats. Their, their policies... Defund the police are to blame, even for this little town in, te- in uh, Texas. They're dangerous, Lisa, uh, Lisa, I, I uh, hear you. Lisa, I hear you. But what about the fact that the NRA is going to be in Houston in a few hours? Well, why do, why do, I don't understand because um, I don't like that it happened this week. 
But what about the optics for the Democrats? Okay, but right now, but I'm asking you about the NRA right now, Lisa. We can can blast the Democrats all you want to. Republicans have to shut up and and, and obey when Democrats can do what they want. Lisa, Lisa, if 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 it was one of your family members, God forbid, deceased in this situation, would you still want the NRA coming to town? No, I... No, I don't, but I guess that was planned six months in advance or whatever it is. Right. That's it was planned in advance. Why do Republicans have to obey? So Lisa, so Lisa, so 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 we just so Lisa, we we're just gonna just keep pointing at each other, the political parties. We're just gonna keep pointing at each other. It's the Democrats fault. It's the Republicans fault. Lisa, I thank you for the call. I wish I had much more time for us to engage, and to the other callers, I'm going to try and get to one or two of them. But first, we have to bring in Frank Morano. We're going to get to your calls as soon as Frank is done here. Good morning to you, Frank. Hello, Dominic. How what are do you? you have coming up? Well, we got an action-packed show for you. In about five minutes, we're going to do Ask Frank Anything, where people can ask questions about anything they like. And a rare Friday treat, there's a media shower uh, coming this way in about three days. We're going to get into it with Dr. Sky at 2 o'clock. we got denunciations coming at 3 o'clock. we got a, a whole load of subjects to cover between now and 5 a.m. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to focus on the lighter side of the news. So uh, if people have questions, they can call next hour, or if they just want to have fun, they can listen for the next four hours. Sounds like a great show, and you look wonderful in Thank your you. tux tonight. Thank you very much. And yeah, so- I was actually I was with three mayors tonight. So ah. I'm, I'm going to explain where I was with three mayors and my interactions with all three. Sounds great. Let's get through as many calls as we can. You select the next one, Frank. Uh, how about Frederick in Brooklyn? Good morning, Frederick. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Yes, Frederick. Um, uh, good, good, good night. Um, this is a caller um, from, from Brooklyn. From time to time, my call is being given. Okay. Sir, we're but, short uh, on time. Please I, I, get been, to I've the been, point. I've been, I've, been, I've been listening to the comments. I don't, I don't hear anyone talk about how did the gunman get into the school? How did he get into the school? According to, according to uh, what the police are saying, he came through a side door that was unlocked. That was unlocked, sir. I thank you for the call. Let's now go to let's go to Joe in Rockland. Good morning, Joe. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dom. It's uh, Joe from the Bronx. The cop. from the Bronx. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, this is this is all very emotional for us. But you know, I, I was back in the 80s. Maybe things were done a little different then. But all I know is, if I was at that school and I got a gun and a badge. Like that gentleman said about his father being a cop, and I didn't hear those shots being popped off. I'm going in the school, whether I'm alone, with an army. I can't. I wouldn't be able to live with myself. I'm sorry if I'm going against my brothers and sisters, maybe, but all I know is me, what I would have to wrestle with for the rest of my life is that I would be going in that school and trying to neutralize that bastard. Um, I'm sorry for cursing, but, you know, so... That's what I got to say about it. It would be where I have to go in and do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard. Well, but- Joe, it, it, it is hard. I, I thank you for the call, Joe, and I hear the raw emotion uh, in your voice. Uh, it's going to be a busy day today. The NRA in Houston, their convention, which hasn't been held for two years because of uh, COVID, 
uh, President Trump and the senators from Texas and the governor are going to be at the NRA convention. And pretty soon, folks, the very emotional part will start, and that is the funerals for these babies. Dominic Carter saying, have a great weekend. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight on Talk Radio 77 WABC.